What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode, this time on camera, of Double Move Sports. What's up, Alex? Man, this is weird. On camera for the first time, it's uh, definitely good to be back. We had a good game last night. We're recording here on a Monday. We have a great Super Bowl recap episode planned today we're going to talk about the game we're going to talk about some predictions and then we're going to actually look forward to next season and see what's in store for these two teams so this will be a quick one but it should be fun well look that was well, that was a very fun super bowl i don't know about you but i'm extremely satisfied with the game that we got to end honestly a, an amazing season i had such a blast all year i thought it was a very satisfying ending to it and alex i think you called it you know i, I thought the 49ers were going to take this one I was I was calling them all week. I called out any and all prop bets on a Kyle Hughes check touchdown, but alas, Props. alas, your Chiefs took the dub. Uh, man, what a, what a game! There's so much to break down here. Let's start on the Kansas City side of the ball. Alex, give me your takes on honestly this Chiefs defense first. I, I think we need to break down a lot of what happened there. They played fantastic. Yeah, the Chiefs defense was great. I think, I mean, Mahomes led an incredible comeback. But I remember after, I believe it was 20 to 10, and Mahomes just threw a second interception. And it started to feel like, oh my goodness, the 49ers are about to go down, either kick a field goal or score a touchdown, and this one's over. Uh, And the Chiefs actually made a great stop, and that kind of turned the momentum. They made that stop, got Mahomes the ball, and they said, look, dude, like, we know what you can do. Stop playing like. you know, stop playing like a backup quarterback. Stop playing like David Blau and go out <laughs> here and lead us back to win this game. I don't know. Mahomes looked really rough there in the first three quarters of the game. He was underthrowing guys. He wasn't really launching it deep. It kind of looked like when he was making his passes, he was trying to force it in there a little bit instead of just being the gunslinger that we've seen Mahomes be for his entire career. Um, so really the Chiefs defense started that rally. And we know what Mahomes and that offense did. Damian Williams was great. Um, but really, if the defense wasn't able to stop the 49ers and stop them quick, we know what the Niners can do kind of bleeding out the clock with that rushing attack. So big props to the Chiefs. I remember all season, the narrative was kind of like, these guys can't stop the run. It felt like yesterday we were, uh, the Colts were actually in Kansas City for that, I believe it was a Sunday night or a Monday night football game. And Marlon Mack just dominated. They won 19 to 13. And we said, wow, the Chiefs can't stop the run. And wow, it's kind of come full circled and now when they're able to shut down one of the best rushing teams in the league so major props to that Chiefs defense Steph what do you think yeah the Chiefs defense they only had one sack but what they did very very well was hold down that San Francisco rushing attack I thought the defense that they played uh, especially you know early in the game was fantastic uh, Raheem Mostert, you know, we always talk about him as leading the all the running backs in yards per attempt. He was number one across all running backs this season. They held him to 4.8, which that actually sounds pretty solid. But for Raheem Mostert's standards, that's, a, that's his lowest performance all season long, I think. He was 12 for 58. He did have a touchdown. Um, but... Man, like San Francisco had to rely on Jimmy G. And we'll, we'll talk about San Francisco specifically a little bit more, but... Man, the Chiefs, uh, their defense kept them in it for three quarters, and then, you know, the offense did the rest from there. It really feels like the way this one went down. Um, You know, talking about the Chiefs' offense, I don't know. It it seems like 
the Niners had a very good game plan at the, at the start of this game. I, I thought, man, the San Francisco defense is the real deal. They're going to be able to stop this Chiefs offense. That's been so explosive. Here it comes. And we're seeing a little bit of that. I noticed a lot of the receptions coming, especially early in the game, were uh, you, know, you could tell the Niners were playing it deep. They had you know, Tyreek Hill, he's on these comeback routes. So as opposed to, you know, Mahomes gets out of the pocket, we run scramble drill and guys run to the outside. You had guys running back. I think that's because the Niners put their DBs extremely far back and protected the deep ball very well and said, hey, we're not going to let you take a big one on us. But what you did see was Mahomes eat him alive underneath. And I really think that set up the comeback as they were able to tire out the defense with all these underneath throws. Even Mahomes himself was taking off from the pocket. Uh, he had a, a couple rushing attempts early in that game that went for some nice yardage, couple first downs on those. So, man, Alex, what's your what's your takeaway on this Chiefs offense? I mean, they just won a Super Bowl and one of the greatest comeback runs of all time. I mean, what's what more can be said about that? And then, um, man, yeah, Alex, give it to us. I mean, you said it well. It felt like, to me, that the 49ers pass rush was in the backfield all game. They only sacked Mahomes four times, but it felt to me, at least watching that game, like Mahomes was always on the run. And his ability to kind of get outside the pocket and use his legs to pick up positive yards. I remember one play specifically where uh, Bosa dove out and tried to just clip the back of his ankle. He barely got out of it and was able to run around and die for a first down. So, you know, that knee becoming healthy, we've really seen his rushing ability here in the playoffs. Um, he's been doing a great job. And, and in a game where the 49ers were getting after him, he was able to extend plays, uh, push it down the field. In the first three quarters, he was a little bit rattled, missed Tyreek Hill a couple times, uh, definitely had some inaccurate throws there. But he just stuck with what he knows best, and the Chiefs stuck with what they do best, and they were able to finally come through. They kind of had some regression within the game, um, getting back to that passing attack, being efficient. So a lot of props to this Chief, Chiefs offense. I mean, Tyreek Hill showed up. There weren't any uh, – absolute boom place. He'd have the one big one down the field that was a little bit underthrown because Mahomes was under pressure. If that, if the, if the Niners pass rush wasn't there on that deep ball to Tyreek in the second half, it probably would have been a touchdown, but still a great throw to get that out to him. Uh, we saw Kelsey have a really strong game. We saw Sammy Watkins actually come alive there a little bit as well. Yeah, some Sammy uh, which, action. Which was good to see. He's had a pretty good uh, playoffs here. So, uh, yeah, the Chiefs offense was great. Damian Williams, we we know that, he, you know, he could have gotten snubbed for the MVP. A lot of debate is going on about that. But uh, the Chiefs offense did what we know they can do, um, and they did enough to win this game. And it was uh, another great comeback. Uh, just an incredible, incredible playoff run for the Chiefs coming back in every single game. And, um, you know, another blown lead for Kyle Shanahan. So hopefully next time he's there, he'll be able to pull it out. Yeah, I think this is uh, we're, we're seeing the Chiefs really define the meta for NFL offenses. You know, we're in this pass-heavy era, and we're definitely seeing them use that. I, there was so much to break down on the Kansas City side. I, I like I want to go into the Niners, but I still think that more needs to be said. Uh, something pretty interesting I saw talking about Sammy Watkins. You brought up, you know, he thanked uh, Devonte Adams, gave him a shout out in the post-game interview for the catch that set up that game-winning touchdown. That uh, I think it was like a 30-yard reception from Watkins. He said he learned how to beat Richard Sherman by watching Adams do it on film. I thought that was just such a cool little takeaway. And and uh, who knows, maybe they don't cut Sammy Watkins just with this great, we'll great postseason he's had. And uh, he's eaten up a lot of cap, but for them it might be worth it. I mean, the guy's Super Bowl champion. Uh, man, let's talk about the Niners offense specifically. 
I'm I'm bummed we didn't see a big Kittle takeover in this game, but man, I, it speaks back to the Chiefs' defense again. I, I feel like the Niners really couldn't get anything going for too long. They would they would get a couple uh, chunk plays in a row, maybe two Debo Sam uh, Samuel uh, jet sweeps or end arounds, um, some nice tosses where Raheem Mostert was able to get you know ten to eleven yards in that wide zone run game. Shanahan offense classic. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk had some plays but it seemed like nothing was sustainable and then especially in the passing game like I I noticed Jimmy G was targeting like Kendrick Bourne a lot in this game and that to me right off the bat was like whoa something is not right here his first read needs to be Kittle and you saw Kittle open on a couple of those where Jimmy G just straight up missed him it seemed like honestly he was a bit rattled in this game either that or the Chiefs just just really stepped it up or had a specific game plan that was able to beat the the Niners offense all comes from stopping that run on that side. But uh, what are your thoughts on Jimmy G here, Alex? Yeah, I would have loved to see him play a little better. It was actually, I mean, it's interesting you bring up Kittle because I think it was the first completion of the game for Jimmy G actually went to Kittle. And I started to think to myself, man, they're going to break, you know, the they're going to break that trend we've been seeing the past couple weeks. They're going to go away from what the Chiefs have probably been studying on film for the playoffs and kind of utilize Kittle in the passing game uh, more so than a pass blocker. But it didn't really turn out that way. Uh, I mean, Kittle was targeted seven times in this one, but he, he wasn't very effective. Jimmy G wasn't really able to push the ball down the field at all. Um, and that, that San Francisco running game, we saw it actually be effective in the first half. And if you look at that box score, they ran for 140 yards and a touchdown. So if you're just looking at the box score, you say, wow, they had a pretty solid game on the ground. But it felt like that all came early when it was late, when we've seen the 49ers bleed out drives in the past. Those fourth quarter drives, they just – stalled out. And I know some of that was they passed it on second down a couple drives in a row that were that were batted down by Chris Jones on the Chiefs D line. He had an awesome game. He batted down several passes, seemed to be everywhere. But that 49ers running game was really just a couple big chunk plays by Debo Samuel on those end arounds. Um, and they weren't able to just kind of grind and meticulously uh, move the ball down the field there towards the end. And when Jimmy G had his moment, man, there was that deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders. Oh where he had him, man. He had him, and he just missed him by a step. We could be talking a totally different story right now if Jimmy G just puts a little bit more air under that ball and hits Sanders um, on the deep one. So would have loved to see him connect on that. But, I mean, you think about this, and Jimmy G got traded to San Francisco, had the good run to end that season. I think it was four or five games, and he finished strong when they had a bad year. Last year he tears the ACL early. This year, that he does everything they ask him to do. He's very efficient. He has a, a fine season, not bad by any means. And he gets him to the Super Bowl, and he doesn't play great in the Super Bowl. But come on, this is the first time this guy's been in that spotlight. He's not a Patrick Mahomes, and he knows it. But I think he's a good enough quarterback to win a Super Bowl. So saying they need to move away from him or, or Shanahan or anybody is way overblown. And I, I think they're going to be back. I think um, this 49ers team is strong, and it's consistent, and they've got a lot of good pieces, and they, they're balanced. So... Uh, I know they're going to be a contender for years to come. Um, and, and, yeah, I think uh, they'll learn from this experience, and they're they're going to be back next year, I have no doubt. Yeah, when the score was tied, or even when this, the Niners were up 20-10, to 10, it's like, man, this is it. I mean, Jimmy G won him a Super Bowl. He got him there. He did what he had to do. And then, man, when when uh, with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, I mean, look at the last 12 minutes here of the Super Bowl. We have Garoppolo going three for 11, Mahomes completing eight of 13, Passing yards in the last 12 minutes, Garoppolo at 36 to Mahomes, 114. Uh, And Mahomes threw two touchdowns in that span, and Jimmy G had one interception. Now, I I won't 
uh, go in on him too hard for that interception. It was kind of a desperation play at the end of the game. But, man, I mean, it, that that speaks volumes to the differences between these two quarterbacks. But uh, Jimmy G doesn't need to be Mahomes for this offense to be effective. I think he'll be right back where we saw him, um, making more runs in the NFC. They are in a, a relatively tough division, but I think they can, can be the ones taking it uh, year in, year out, uh, maybe making the wild card, which they almost had this year. But, man, I, kudos to the Niners. I, I still love watching that offense. I love the Shanahan run game. Um, I wish we could have seen more of that. They, they got it going. They kind of steered away from it. Um, but let's talk about Super Bowl MVP. There was some debate going on. We were getting involved on Twitter. Talking about Damian Williams, who had an exceptional stat line. He had 17 carries for 104 yards and one touchdown on the ground. Four receptions for 29 yards and one touchdown through the air. Two touchdowns in a game like this. I mean, that's what can you say? He had hit the dagger to end the game, the final touchdown to put the Chiefs uh, you know, over the top to seal it. He also scored that one. Um, what was that other one there? Was that just a, a run up the middle that first scored the game? Something like that? Yeah, he had a he had the receiving touchdown that actually got reviewed um, early in the game, and then the That's breakaway right. touchdown at the end. That's right. Uh, I was thinking. I, hey, here's <laughs> here's my thing. It's the Super Bowl. I remember on that review, there were several angles where they couldn't quite see if he stepped out where the ball was when the, when he stepped out. And I'm sitting here thinking, this is the Super Bowl. How do they not have every angle you need right down the goal line? Like, come on, guys, get it right next year. Come on, Goodell. <laughs> come on. That's right. Well, that's right. Well, you know, a lot of people saying Damian Williams was uh, snubbed here. I The stat line certainly says so, but, man, just for from a PR and marketing perspective, of course, Mahomes is going to be the, the NFL Super Bowl MVP of this year. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson got regular season MVP. Shout out to him. But, I mean, Mahomes is always going to be, you know, a winner of one of these two awards if he made it there. He's just Steph. he's special. I mean, he's on a insane playoff run. But uh, you knew he was going to get it. No matter what Damian Williams did in that game, unless he absolutely took over, had like four touchdowns and 200 yards, there's no way he was going to win that Super Bowl. Steph, I, I got to interrupt you. I got to ask you, who, who do you think, regardless of like who you think the NFL was going to give it to, who do you think deserved it in this game? In the Super Bowl? Yes. Who do you think should have got it? Look, it's just hard for me to get past the first three quarters of play from Patrick Mahomes. That That's all. I mean, we could say the same thing for, you know, the Patriots team that came back down 28 to three. But like, if we give it to Mahomes, it's like he had to make an incredible comeback because he put them in that situation. I thought the Chiefs defense played fantastic. And so those first three quarters of play, you know, down 20 to 10, you're thinking we're going to lose this game because Mahomes had the worst game of his career. But he finally turned it on with like three or four just back-to-back big plays on big drives. I personally, if we're looking at purely, you know, numbers and performance in the game, what his big plays meant, I would say Damian Williams, I think, should get the Super Bowl MVP. But, you know, also part of this award is looking at the entire postseason. It's kind of like a postseason award to pair with your regular season award. And, and if we're looking at that at all, if we're taking any other games into consideration, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Mahomes should be Super Bowl MVP. Um, Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that one. I mean, I think I think one, it's very super. I think it's very Super Bowl focused. I don't think this is looking at the postseason at all. We've seen um, a lot of different players win this award in the Super Bowl, and that was their only big game. Um, I mean, remember Dion Branch back on the Pats having that 
you know, 11 or 12 catch game winning Super Bowl MVP. And then um, there was that defensive player. I think it was right on the Seahawks, the linebacker, uh, who actually won Super Bowl MVP back uh, when they won their first one with Russell Wilson because he had a pick six in the game. So for me, I mean, I think in this one, it's still got to be Mahomes, even with that being said, just because, you know, Damian Williams had a great game. But before that big run at the end, he was he kind of just had an OK game. And that run was when the game was out of hand. Before that, he only had 16 carries for like 66 yards and he had their receiving touchdown. But but that was it. So it was a very standard game. Mahomes is the guy who brought them back. If you're really looking at the most valuable guy, Mahomes is the one that. Um, is the reason they won that game like Williams made some good plays but when you think about it I don't think there was anything like extraordinary about what he did um so for me I think Mahomes deserved it he did have a terrible first three quarters but it's a four-quarter game and when you look at what he did the two passing touchdowns uh, making plays when he needed them to with that 49er pass rush in his face he was able to get out of the pocket and make plays and get first downs when they needed it he had the rushing touchdown early uh, to me, it's Mahomes, and it was an easy choice. I'm glad he got it. I think he deserved it. Uh, but Williams definitely made it interesting and made a case there at the end. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And it may be the fantasy player in me that is taking the, the Damian Williams homer. Uh, Maybe some stock I had in him in a league this year that hurt me. Uh, but, no, I, I like Damian yep. Williams. There's probably some personal bias in that. I, I mean, what I, I'm not going to argue against Mahomes' take here. I just think, hey, if we're, we're going to start a debated discussion about it, I think there's a case to be made. But I'm um, certainly not going to argue too hard with a Mahomes MVP pick in that Super Bowl. All right, so moving on from the Super Bowl, let's talk about both of these teams for next season. Um, first, we'll start with the Chiefs. Steph, I mean, they're obviously going to be the favorites going into 2020. Do you think they've got what it takes to repeat next year? How do you, how do you think they're going to do it? Um, do you think they're going to have the same weapons? They're going to get rid of anybody, bring anybody in? Um, what's your what's your takeaway from this game looking forward? I do think they can come back, and I'll tell you why. I think it's it comes down to you know this system and the coaching staff. No matter who they have in there, no matter if hey maybe it's it's McCole Hardman filling in for Sammy Watkins, if it's um, you know changing a couple aspects here and there, maybe some more um, you know twelve personnel, something like that. I don't know what what they could come up with, but I feel like you know because Eric Bieniemy is still there. Um, which is a big part uh, of their offense and the relationships everybody has. And I feel like the vibe of that locker room is extremely positive with, and there's, there's a lot of big personalities on that chiefs team as well. Um, man, I, I do think this, the chiefs can make a comeback at a super bowl. This could be the start of a Mahomes, Andy Reed dynasty. Mahomes is 24. I believe Reed is 61. So certainly some time for both of them to go on a spree. This could be a, uh, you know, we could look back at this, this a uh, couple decades from now, maybe tell our children like, Hey, I remember the first time, uh, uh, we saw Mahomes win it, win a Super Bowl. You know, this could be one of those type of years. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. But I, I'll tell you what, you know, why everyone's gonna love Mahomes and why he's getting, uh, you know, why he is the face of the league. Just watching this guy play, it, it's so thrilling the way that he, he plays, his style of play. He's like a gunslinger, but he doesn't make mistakes, which is always like, you know, usually you think of a guy like even Brett Favre threw a lot of interceptions, uh, but think of like Jameis Winston, right? Like he's making these incredible deep ball throws, but also extremely accurate and doing other things at the same time. It's just unreal. This kid is an absolute joy to watch. Um, so for the Chiefs, for me, I, you know, as long as Mahomes and Andy Reid are there, I think they have a run. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think, I mean, my biggest takeaway was, and I hope this is true as a fan of, of just the game and the NFL in general, 
I think this could be the start. Hopefully, if Lamar Jackson can get the Ravens back on track in the playoffs next season, um, I think this could be the start of maybe a Mahomes-Lamar Jackson generation. I mean, I remember growing up, it was Brady Manning, Brady Manning every single year in the AFC, and they were just showdowns every single time. Uh, I know we didn't get it this year, the Mahomes-Lamar Jackson showdown, but just looking at what these two young quarterbacks are doing, I really hope that it's the start of seeing the Ravens and the Chiefs play uh, seemingly year in and year out. Hopefully we get some parity in there somewhere, but I think we're going to see some battles between these guys, and, and man, I'm excited for Mahomes and the kind of numbers he's going to put up. Uh, I mean, you think about it, two seasons as a starter, and the first one, he throws 50 touchdowns and wins MVP. The second one, it looks like he's out for season uh, with that injury, and all hope is lost. Comes back, leads him to a Super Bowl, incredible comeback, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, so this guy's going to do some great things, and I think when it's all said and done, he's going to be one of the great ones. And real quickly, before we move on to the 49ers, quick correction. I said K.J. Wright was the Super Bowl MVP for Seattle. It was actually Malcolm Smith. They had that trio of Malcolm Smith, Bobby Wagner, and K.J. Wright as their linebackers. Smith was the guy who took the interception to the house for that MVP. So just wanted to call myself out there before we go ahead nice, and move on to the Niners. Nice. nice. I respect that. So talking about the Niners here, I think they can bring it back as well. Uh, you know, John Lynch loves to draft these defensive linemen. So you think if, if they continue to kind of rotate out that D-line, um, you know, not getting bogged down too heavily on, you know, one player's contract. I really like the system they have going over there as long as they can keep that front seven going and um, make smart hires in the secondary. Uh, their offense, I mean, we saw they have Raheem Mostert as their starting running back. I don't think they need any other guys on that roster outside of guys that can just fill in, uh, you know, because of the running scheme that they have. I think Mostert showed a lot of heart, and, and he is good, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, they could have had – I mean, Damian Williams, if you put him on the 49ers, I think he's just as successful. Um, so, you know, that that's my take on the Niners. I think they will be back as well. I don't see much changing. There's not going to be a ton of turnover there. Robert Sala staying there. Um yeah, I'm not sure who is a free agent or not. I think Emmanuel Sanders is on a contract year right now. So they'll have some decisions to make, but I do think, you know, all remains constant. Um, you know, they can keep this one going. We saw Shanahan's father do this and, and make it to two Super Bowls and win. And uh, I think Shanahan will see him again. Yeah, you said it best. I mean, the one thing I was going to bring up is Emmanuel Sanders is going to be a free agent. I don't know that they'll bring him back. I mean, we saw him have a couple big games this year, but – uh, he's going to be another year older, and we, we saw definitely him slowing down a little bit from the Emmanuel Sanders of old. Uh, but defensively, I mean, they've got it locked in. They've got a great a great front four, a great front seven um, with D Ford and DeForest Buckner um, and, and, you know, Nick Bosa. Like, that, that defense is incredible. The one thing that does worry me is the secondary. It was very good this year, but a lot of those guys are veterans. We all know Richard Sherman isn't getting any younger. Um, he definitely had a good year, but we also saw um, some signs of age this season. So uh, defensively, you know, maybe they, they get some youth in there for some depth. But then on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, Jimmy G's their guy. Their offensive line is solid. Kittle is a top tight end. The running game, I mean, you could throw just about any running back in that system and they'd be great. But it was a great story with Mostert breaking out this year after all the times he's been cut. 
Uh, Tevin Coleman will be back. They got Brita. Um, so they're fine there. The, the one thing I think they could upgrade is probably that, that wide receiver spot. I think Debo could take another really big step forward next season, but I think they should be in the market in the draft for a wide receiver. It's a really deep class this year, and there's a lot of talent there. So if they can snag up another young receiver to build uh, as part of that core, man, I think they're in great shape. So I do expect the Niners to be contenders next year, as we said earlier, and uh, maybe we'll see a rematch next year. It hasn't happened in a while, but um, I mean, there's no reason to believe any of these teams are going to miss the playoffs, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, both of these teams hadn't been in the Super Bowl for a very, very long time. Now they're both here. It seems like this this could be the start of something incredible. Uh, and thank God the Patriots are <laughs> nowhere to be found. Uh, I was talking to some some guys today. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I think the Patriots are going to get one more in the Brady no, Belichick era. I, I think they will before they, it's all said and done. I think Brady no. gets one more. But, uh, the Brady Belichick <laughs> era is over. You think it's, it's over. officially over? No chance. He's going to Vegas, man. Wow. All right. That's a hot take. <laughs> you, heard I think, here, you heard it here first. I think that's a hot take, but fair enough. No, I love it. That's what we're on the show for. Well, Alex, anything else that we need to talk about on this Super Bowl recap, reactions, and reviews? <laughs> I, I think we I think we've covered it pretty well here today. Uh, a great Super Bowl there, and, and I mean I'm sure we'll be back here soon. Maybe we'll come back with um, a good free agency prediction show. Uh, we'll maybe we'll recap the season, give out some fantasy awards, things like that. We've got a lot of good stuff planned, so no doubt we'll be back um, here very soon with some more great content. Absolutely, guys. Well, thank you all so much for watching. Like and subscribe, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and we'll see you next time.